life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. All right, you everybody know what we're doing here today? I have no idea. No, what are we All doing right. Here today? It's a little podcast I like to call the Road Stories Podcast. Yeah. It's only been around fuck, <laughs> uh, seven years. Wow. That's great. Seven years. Has it been seven yes. years? That's 50 wow. in human years. Yeah. Seven year itch. No wonder I'm so burnt out on it. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you have guest hosts ever? Or? Uh, sometimes uh, when I used to host uh, uh, the radio show on Sirius XM, uh-huh. uh, I, w- I would get comics on that show mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then i just have the co-host of that show co-host the we record the podcast and literally unplug this right oh. stick it in the plug <laughs> stick it in the <laughs> sirius xm console um that we had to give back since we lost the show <laughs> and it was it was literally like okay we're switching to radio right now and uh-huh. then radio was live uh-huh. so we'd go we'd blast right out so it'd be two hours and i would have breakfast for that i see so but it wasn't simulcast it was uh it was you were literally ending one show, and ending one show and starting another show. Now, but uh, can you explain to me the Frankenstein thing? How that works e- exactly? How I Frankenstein the last last week's show, which I think is genius because I kept telling her, "Let's go <laughs> do a twofer. <laughs> we bring our equipment and we knock it out. Oh, and we just I'll change the intro. If you want, we could have done that here today. If you, if you have guests <laughs> on so yours, so you do like sampling, like the rap people. I did. What happened was I got asked to do. I should be explaining. Hold on. Hey, thanks for tuning the Road Stories podcast, everybody. I got wrapped up into this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll explain all that because I have to explain it to my listeners anyway. Sure. Okay. And um, I, what, I, thanks a lot for listening. And, and, and I'm sorry about last week. Uh, I didn't have an episode last week. My audacity crashed. I lost everything on the show. Mm-hmm. And then I downloaded it and uh, it didn't come up when we were recording. So we're recording on GarageBand for the first time with the thanks of uh, these comics who helped me out the on this. The audacity that you had recording <laughs> on GarageBand. So hopefully this will sound awesome. I don't know. I, 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 don't I, know. Think, it sound, I think it sounded great. Sorry about that, Bernadette. You edit um, me out. It's going gonna, it's gonna to fly. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. It's a new, it's a new recording system. It's, 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 an, it's a new day. It's a brand new day. Mm-hmm. And I've got a great outlook on life right now. Had a rough week. Um, now this is how bad of a, 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 a host I am. Mm-hmm. Is it Ducharme? <laughs> it's Ducharme. Okay, good. Yes. I normally ask that off radio, no, but no, it's off a air. bizarre name. I should have changed it for show business mm-hmm. many, many years ago, but I did not. It's a uh, French. Okay, Al of Charm, and the Spanish translation is Ducharme, which is Al is in the shower washing his privates or something <laughs> like that. Seriously, it really is. But I changed it uh, many years ago. I was having difficulty getting comedy work with my real last name. Which is Kaida, and with the name Al Kaida, very difficult. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hey it's a joke. Oh, I threw a joke in there. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to leave. You guys have fun. Uh, I was just, I was just gonna leave it at Ducharme and not throw the Al in there, so they think you're like Madonna or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's that's what I have to do. Yeah, just go Ducharme. Some people mispronounce it, and uh, my favorite uh, Ducharme, of course, mm-hmm. but uh, Dutch Meyer, I have oh. heard, but Dutch Dutch Army. Is my favorite. You got Dutch I was Army. Thinking of changing yes. my name to Dutch, last name Army, I.E. Really? Hmm. Never did it. No. All right. No. Wait. That's what you were going to change it to, or somebody called you that? Someone called me that. Oh, okay. Introduced me as that. All right. And I thought in my head, you know what? I like the ring of that. I mm-hmm. like the sound of that. But I was, you know, 
I listen. My listeners know I love a good butchered name story because <laughs> nobody ever gets my name right. So I'm happy to hear any anybody else's butchered name story. Do you Bernadette Polly yes. joins us? Do you uh, ever get your name butchered? Uh, no. One time though, I was doing a gig in Pennsylvania, and it was a small theater gig, and approximately the first thirty rows were it angered older people. Uh huh. Um, because they thought they were going to see Bernadette Peters. So, <laughs> no, seriously. Come so on, when I, really? I swear to God. Really? So when I walked out on End stage, the show right there. Disappointment. That's great. So oh. I basically did the first 32 minutes where I'm really sorry I'm not Bernadette Peters. I can't, you know. <laughs> Show what can teams? I do? And yeah. they, at, there's a certain age when you don't care anymore, so sure. you, you, you're, you don't give a shit. Yeah, you're just yeah. going to roll your eyes. A couple just like kind of, it was just, there was no turning back. It was oh, like, man. we are angry and we're pissed. Oh. And we're going to let you know the whole time we're here. So oh, yeah, because they don't care either. They've been on this planet longer than yeah. you. So they're going to, so as much as you don't give a shit, they don't give yes. a shit about how mad they are. Yes. Mm. I so, know old people. Yeah, I know. I've encountered them, <laughs> and I'm starting to understand them more and more every day. You could have said that you were Ellen's generous, and that Bernadette uh, Peters will be out in a few moments. You could. Have I should have. Yeah. I should have done that. I should have acted <sighs> like I was because I didn't understand. There was like talking, and there was so finally I said, "Is something wrong?" And someone said, "We thought we were going to see Bernadette Peters." <laughs> like, what do you say to that? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hilarious. That's yeah, so funny. You should have said, "Oh, I'm just opening for Bernadette Peters." Yeah. Did your 45 or whatever, and left, and just left them standing there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the longest intermission, Al. Now, do people always ask you about? Do they say I've never na- met a Murray that was under 70 years old? Speaking of older people, uh, I do get that a lot. I'm well, sure you're I'm ne- tired of hearing it. No, but- I'm not. Because I- so you have a Jewish first name and an Italian last name. Yes, infidelity ran rampant in my. <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, it, it, it literally, it, all right, I don't know if I've ever told the story how I was named Murray. Uh, my mom thought I was going to be a girl. Actually, my mom decided I was going to be a girl. Mm-hmm. No ultrasound, no just, nope, we're having a girl. We had two boys, we're having a girl. Painted the room pink, <gasps> bought girl clothes, decided to name me Natalie. Uh, Natalie Valeriano was going to be my name. Popped out, I'm a dude. Shit, <laughs> what do we do wow. now? And she was reading some book, and, she, and the character's name was Murray. He's like, oh, that's great. Wow. We'll, we'll name him Murray. It's not quite a Caitlyn Jenner story, but I can see how it goes. Oh, there is kind out. of a, yeah. Well, I did have to dress in <laughs> little girls' clothes for the first two years because I didn't have any pants. The but inverse. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I got You're the... You're Scottish. That's how I got the Jewish-Italian uh, Jewish thing going. Yeah, I see. I like to say... I, 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 I do a lot of writing and television, and I, I really think that's how I get hired because I think I'm Jewish. Mm-hmm. I, you know, maybe that's my, my issue. I have to really, I do have they to. Think my name. I think you're Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In, in the military. Not a lot of Dutch producers <laughs> in this town. Not here. Whom flagen sie hier in Fuhuden? Warum nicht? Oh my goodness. Oh, that sounded real. Flagensen? Yeah. yeah. That sounded. She watched Bernadette. Sounded real. <laughs> he he does fake languages really she, well. She oh really? A few words in about seven. And languages. I glean different bi- sent pieces of sentences from like seven different languages and put them, throw them at people. <laughs> and occasionally I can do it well and pronounce it well. And then God forbid someone answers me because I'm like, dude, I don't know. I don't right, know right. I just asked you. Get right. away from me. We I'm did well. We we went. We're married, by the way. Oh, yeah, we're going to get that. For now. That, well, I don't know. Weeks. That first joke almost. <laughs> <laughs> Bernadette was out the door. <laughs> and for our honeymoon, we went to Italy for three weeks. Yes. And uh, this one 
says, well, I know, I know how to speak a little bit of Italian, but da, da, da. I, she spent a, a year abroad and then a summer in Italy when she was in college. So when I still uh, had hope. <laughs> yeah, she had hope. Uh, so that worked out well. She fell right into it. Yeah. And we, she just navigated her the entire three weeks, and it was oh, it that's was awesome. Bliss. Drunk, hammered. Yeah. Hammered. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. But all the Italians, of course, loved her. Oh, Bella. La, 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 they like la, the blonde la, hair, right? They do. I should know. I've never been to Italy either. I'm you the worst Italian. You're Italian and you haven't been. Get I'm out. The wor- I'm, I'm going to kick you <laughs> off your own podcast. <laughs> I'm the worst Italian there. Like, I'm not even Italian. That's how bad at Italian I am. Wh- where were you raised? New Jersey. They kicked you out, obviously. <laughs> you were raised a New Jersey Italian. A New Jersey and Italian. Italian. How you doing? And I'm take a, care a, that thing. Tony, we got to go upstate. Everybody I went to school with. Right there. Oh, yeah. oh so no, that's so I'm why from Cranston, re- Rhode Island. And exactly oh, okay. The same thing. Okay. How you sure. doing? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to go to Scarborough Beach? We we'll get yeah. some beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get a sausage and peppers. So yeah. were you reactive? You were like, I'm not going to be a cement neck like all the guys. No, I don't know. Like, I don't know. All right, first of all, <laughs> this is this, this is turning into the Get to Know Murray podcast. I know. I lo- um, <laughs> we do. <laughs> <laughs> we have our own podcast. Should I just give you this file <laughs> and we you guys can hear it next week? So no one's going anywhere. So, all right. So, I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee. My all right, my dad was born in New Jersey, uh, joined the Navy, got stationed in Memphis, met my mom in the USO. Oh. Married her three weeks later, still together today. How? Those uh, were the days. I got, yeah, yeah. How was it even possible? My dad just said, I got lucky. He's just like, I found her. I just got lucky. So uh Yeah, so then so then we moved back to New Jersey and um he becomes a uh, Southern Baptist preacher in Tennessee, so now he's a preacher in New Jersey. Not even Catholic, Italian, not even Catholic. D- he converted to he, them. He converted to, I don't think he was anything when he was in Jersey. So he converted to Christianity, became a Southern Baptist preacher, got a church up in Jersey. We moved back to Jersey. We were raised in all these Italians. We're raised Italian. And then when I'm 25, he sits us down and goes, I just found out your grandfather's not your real grandfather. His, so, his dad. His dad oh is not his Lord. real dad. Have you ever revealed this before? On I don't podcast? think I've ever told this. And how did he? How did he find out? This is a revelation. That right I now. don't know. I think his mom told him or something. And so, like, the only reaction was, "So we're not Italian." And so, but we've been raised Italian our whole life. So we just say, "Ah, fuck it. It's too late to change." <laughs> so what were you <laughs> if you weren't Italian? I think we we're English, which would explain my teeth uh, and my fondness for plaid. You do look a little like a Brit. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I just like it's just easier to just to say you're Italian. I'm Italian. Okay. Well, you do that. You're sporting the tan. Is that because of the Southern Southern California thing? Or? Yeah, I went surfing this morning. Okay. okay. He yeah. surfs with the Ali Breen, my favorite. Oh yes, I Allison Breen. I surf with sometimes. I'm yes. high strung. Okay. And <laughs> angry, but I think and and I'm very reactive. But and people who surf annoy me. Not really people who surf, but people who wear man buns and such. Okay, Not I don't know what you. man buns are. You must know what a man bun is. It's all the trend right now. Oh, that's a real thing? Well, well, yeah, yeah. short hair They're on the everywhere sides in this or town. Oh, okay. They have to be long hair on top, which, oh. is a, which is a hair style, but then they tie it up in elastics on yes. top of the head, and it looks like they're a samurai. Oh, John there Bush was a douchebag like that in front of me at Starbucks <laughs> yesterday. They're always in a Starbucks or a coffee yeah. bean. And he gave his name, 
Zen. Of course. Oh, I wanted to punch that guy in the neck. You should. Oh man. Let's find Zen. Let's go back. I didn't know that's what a man. Are you sure it wasn't Len? And you just was so angry to begin with because of the and the woman behind Starbucks cracked up. And I'm like, good for you. Good for you. Good for her. That's a good barista. Yeah. We want her on the show. Yeah. Look, I just made it. I just I just started casting your show. (laughs) His agent said you got to change your name. He said, okay, I'm gonna come up with something. All right, we're back with the Bernadette and Al show. But I would like to surf. Okay. Well, I think I've been reactive and blah 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 my whole life but those people don't have anything to do with surfing there's posers in every area sure. of life you know yeah, people yeah. in the comedy world in the surfing world sure. i'm sure in yeah. every world and um, i think i'd like to surf yeah i think uh don't worry they're high strung and angry surfers also okay good yeah I'm just not that. I'm just mellow. So it's addictive, isn't it? It seems like everybody I know who does it just Yeah. I know I know one person who didn't get into it when she started. Uh-huh. And she sold her board. I think she got hit in the head or something. She didn't so get attacked by a shark. She didn't get attacked by a shark. No. Now my feeling is I'm not so much afraid of the shark thing, but I'm afraid I will be hit in the head with the blade. Yeah. Oh yeah. That happens. Like that. I know a guy who got twenty six stitches in his face. Okay, see now you just ruined my see, you ruined I wanted my her to take this up for a couple of things reasons. One was to get out there and free your brain sure. and exercise for you, of course. And But I know there's been an increase in shark attacks, so I do have that insurance policy, and I think it's covered. Yeah. So that was you got to get her to, you got to book a gig in North Carolina. Yeah. That's where they're all That's happening. That's where right we're now. headed in two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. He did book Outer gigs Banks in Comedy Club. Have you ever done Outer it? Outer Banks has a comedy club now? Yeah. Oh, no. They had one years and years ago. Yeah. Uh, Anita Fletcher, I believe, was the booker. Okay. But a married couple took it over. I have family in the area, uh-huh. uh, just a couple hours away, but they rent one of these uh, triple-decker beach houses with seven bathrooms. And, yeah, yeah. And all the relatives from the tri-state area come on down. Oh, we nice. fly across country, do the gig, and spend time with them. And by the end of it, we're ready to go home. And wait another year. <laughs> yeah, that's how we used to do it in Long Beach Island. we go down oh, and rent right. that down in LBI. That's great. That's awesome. I didn't know there was an Outer Banks uh, club now. Do you guys work a lot together? Uh, we have to turn we this around to comedy best. at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking about uh, surfing on every we podcast. We used to like work one. together like almost uh, for a couple yeah. of years, like a third of the time we yes. worked together. We yeah. met in a comedy club. Okay, yeah. so you guys were comedy. I know you've probably told this story a thousand times, but I haven't heard it. Oh. So I would like to hear how you guys. My met. version is a little different than Bernadette's. Uh, Funnier is that what you're saying? No, Are you guys going to fight? Are you guys going to fight on it's, this? This is sad. oh yes, it often happens actually. <laughs> Uh, we met in a comedy club in New York City. Uh, Bernadette has roots from uh, the Boston area, and uh, I lived in Boston for many years, but I was born and raised in Rhode Island, about an hour south. So we had uh, been brought together uh, by We were friends. introduced by Tom Cotter and Carrie Louise at the comic strip. That's oh, right. okay. And we were hanging out as a group, and there was maybe a half a dozen of us, mm-hmm. maybe eight of us. Sometimes we'd have our writing sessions, etc., but... A lot of it ended up being uh, talking shop after our gigs. Yeah. And the comic strip live became our meeting place late night. And then Bernadette moved from the village in New York City to the Upper West Side. Yes. Which she thought she'd never do. Yeah. And I was living <laughs> on the Upper West Side. So we ended up splitting cabs or taking a bus to get home. Sure. And then one, one night we, uh, I separated her from the herd. I stuck my tongue in her mouth and that was the end of that. 
Okay, that's not really true. <laughs> we, we were a classic. I'm not even buying the Upper West we Side part other, of the story. We knew each other for years, and he would drop me off, me and Lenny Marcus and some other freeloading comedians. Because in New York, nobody has a car. Right, but he right. had a car. You so had a car? I was like yeah. the king of New, New York. He was the yeah. king of, yeah. No, word, no wonder you got Sean's gigs. got a car <laughs> a, a parking garage. Um, long story short, it's funny you ask this, because people, morning radio always asks us this. Uh-huh. And you know how morning radio is like, oh, hey, on, what's going go, on? Yeah, this is going to yeah. be great. But the Fart fact noise. Exactly. <laughs> so the fact of the matter is, and I'll try to be brief. It's hard for me. Um, I'm. It's uh, September 11, uh-huh. uh, and there was a terrorist attack in New York City. I don't know if you've heard about it. When was this? 2001. Yes, September 9/11. Oh, I'd moved out of New York by then. Oh. Because you had something to do well, with. That's it, why obviously. I didn't hear about. Yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't know. Because the wind blows. Yeah, yeah. I didn't west catch anything. East. All right. So, so, did you live in New York? Uh, yeah, did I grew up in New Jersey, that? and then I moved to New York for a little bit, and then I came out here. Oh, okay. So, long story short... I was Italian for a while. For <laughs> shaming the family. <laughs> for um, the first time in my life, I didn't care about comedy, and I was like, what's the point? Who gives? Who, why are we having shows? Right. Because they had shows the, the very next day. Oh, they did? Yeah. Mm. So They was, shut down out here. So, I still can't remember if it was... Well, because in New York, there was nowhere to go and nothing to do, and we were all going crazy, and you oh. couldn't take a subway. They shut so the subways sure. and the buses. The bars, down. believe it or not, did great. Because we, we had nowhere to go. Oh, like, right. We couldn't go anywhere. Right. So you had to do something or we were just going to, you know. Yeah, every place turns into cheers. So I yeah, went yeah. to host at the comic strip, and I can't remember if it was um, the day after or, or two days after, September 13. And long story short, we were all doing inventory on comedians we might know that are going down to um, the World Trade Center for uh, temp jobs or anything. Sure. Tom Shalhoub, who's now hosting Red Eye, was uh-huh. one guy who had a temp job at the time. And someone else said, no, 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 we spoke to him. He's fine. Okay. Is there anyone else? And someone said to me, and we had just been friendly and knew each other in passing, and we both had boyfriends or girlfriends at the I time. Hold, let me clear this up. <laughs> um, my boyfriend and I, no, I'm sorry. Um, yes, I, I, I was with a girl. Go ahead. But I'm ching. And uh, anyway, so someone said Al Ducharme's been going down there all week because he had a corporate gig where he's impersonating people. Okay. You know, when you impersonate people, you, you usually do a lot of research. Sure. And they said he even has a Cantor Fitzgerald um, ID. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. And at that very moment, I don't know why I always have to tell the long story. You walk through the door of the comic strip, and here it is two days later. It's packed. The audience is amazing. You can right. do no wrong. Cause, and we're all laughing about it, because what else are you going to do? Sure. Just, and um, I just said, hey, Al Ducharme, I just heard you were down the World Trade Center all week. And uh, he was kind of like, yeah. And he was in a daze or whatever. It was just weird. And he showed me he had his World Trade Center ID on him. Mm-hmm. And it was just very odd. And I just said, are you okay? And then we kind of let it lie. And then we uh, ended up hooking up. We hung out all week. Because, again, you're not gonna, you can't leave the city. You can't come into the city. And right, right. Um, I left that part out. That's the, what happened before. The 9-11 part? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he probably never was there, and this was just a whole pussy right. ploy. Oh, my totally. life started on September 12th. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but that was That's sad, a weird. But anyway, it's funny because on morning radio, people always want to know. And I'm like, well, actually, after 9-11, Al was and going down to Cantor Fitzgerald. And funny. Right. Yeah. And 9-11, don't you story. mean 7-11? Right, Ralph, yeah. the face? <laughs> so whenever we leave morning up. radio, they're like, don't ever let that couple come back. <laughs> No, I mean it, it, it's the silver lining, obviously. Mm-hmm. For sure, the whole nine eleven it brought us together. But well, definitely, uh, it, it not only brought a nation time. together. Yes, mm. brought Bernadette and Al together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leave it to Los Angeles to pussy out and shut every fucking club down. Can you, you know what I mean? That? And a week for a week, 
It was shut down. There were no, there was all the clubs. Well, so the, what, what, what were the terrorists coming for here? Uh, I'll tell you what they were coming for. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I used to work a lot, right for MTV a lot. And uh, after 9-11, they put security in, uh, they didn't have security in the front desk, like full on wand security. And I remember going in there every morning. For TRL? Yeah, that's yeah. What, that was my joke. Because really? That's who they're, they're, after. They're, they're coming after fucking Kennedy? What are you? Oh my God. It's that's so hysterical. Oh man, I love the egos in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah but well, that's, that's interesting. I mean, it's funny because also uh, that really shitty movie that. Uh, not, uh, Glitter. Was it Glitter? The one with. Uh, Mariah Carey? Yeah. I never saw it. It did great because it, it came out during 9 11. And it was the only like movie because nobody's going to release any more movies, and that was like the only movie that was one of the few movies that were at, out. So it did I really well. I should have released my CD. That's what you yeah. should have released Dummy. your CD. Uh, I just spit on my computer. You made me spit, Al. That was funny. I, I do that. I make everybody spit. <laughs> um, so were you guys talking? All, this is interesting because I, I was. I never really talked about this thing in New York comics after nine eleven. Um, mm. I, I remember out here, like I said, it was shut down. Uh, my first gig after that was at. A place called Farfalla, which is owned by Adam Carolla right now. And I'm trying to remember. My first joke was I just ended the worst week of my life by getting the worst haircut of my life because I've got a really bad haircut. And then a huge laugh. And then comedy was back to normal. Murray brought it back. <laughs> I'm taking credit for bringing course, it back. Of um, course, as a comedian, people. I'm locked on. Adam Carolla owns a comedy club? What the? Oh, movie? no, it's a restaurant next oh. to Acme <laughs> Comedy Club. Who books club. that? Does Adam book it? Uh. It's, uh, it's a Farfalla restaurant next to Acme on oh. La Brea. Okay. Yeah, because he, he owns, he's, he helped build, Carolla built that theater and because uh, he's a big construction guy. And uh, see, so now he's part ownership of the restaurant next door because they kind of they merged. I see. They he's knocked like, down the wall, which is mm-hmm. smart. We're not worried about him financially, then. Is that what you're saying? I'm a little concerned. You are. I'm a little concerned. He did, yeah. he did hit me up. He, he does like to spend. He yeah. does like to spend. He, throws he, also, around. he also had a house. <laughs> he used to live up by me when I lived up in the Hollywood Hills, and he had a house in Sherman Oaks that he called Adam West. <laughs> uh, it's it's on the west side is, uh, for listeners not listening. Why am I talking about Adam Carolla? This is why not. That's I what don't we even do. know him that. You're well. like us. You're all over the boards. I know. But it's all. I think it's all interesting. I mean, I'm, when I hear other people's stories, mm-hmm. not myself. I'm scattered today. I don't know why. I, I had a real rough week, and I don't know why I'm so scattered. Now so you I apologize. Three times you've had a bad week. Yeah. What was that about? Oh, it was mostly parenting. It wasn't really comedy centered. So. Uh-huh. You know, uh, okay, I, I got you. Actually, you know what? It was kind of kind of comedy centered because I was telling you about this earlier, how I've uh, been slow on gigs lately. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that picks up this week. I'm bo- I'm doing like five shows in the next. Well, two that's weeks. the way this business is, as uh, we all know. It's 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 a you know it's a roller mm-hmm. coaster. It's yeah. like feast or famine, turn yeah. away work. Yeah. D- you know, or beg for work. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like well the the. the the saving grace of being a stay-at-home dad to a three-and-a-half-year-old is mm-hmm. 8 o'clock later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, just, true, yeah. Just leave it in the Adios. desk. Adios. Go have a drink and do a set. return. <laughs> yeah. And so now, with no gigs, it's like, on the couch watching Law & Order. You know, it's the, the gray lie is, okay, honey, I got a gig tonight, and then go to the movies. I didn't, haven't done that. I'm but telling I, you to lie to your wife. I have way. done, oh, I think the show starts at 7. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? I got there, couldn't believe it. They were idiots. The show didn't start till nine. Oh my, yeah, I my. I ended up going on at last. <laughs> exactly. I had to pay the hooker. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> and then Just I went along. It was a good set, and yeah, so. That's funny. Now, mm. is your wife like me? 
No. If he can be out <laughs> till three a.m. She tells long stories like, also. It, it, it <laughs> <laughs> don't don't. Is your wife don't. like me that like you can be out till three in the morning, but as long as it's friends she likes, she's fine. Like m- most of his friends are wonderful people, uh-huh. and I think, but you know, there's one or two sticklers that for lack of a better term, are pieces of shit. Sure. I'm like, what are you with that fuck face for? Does your wife do that to you? No, she tells me the ones she doesn't like, and she tells me the ones she likes, but she doesn't, um, rarely am I out till three in the morning anymore anyway. <laughs> so even I'm like, I gotta get the fuck home. I gotta get up in the morning. I don't want to be out till three. But I, we do have this funny thing is I've always hung out with girls my whole life. I remember like my uncle going, dude, how come you're always around girls? And I'm like, I don't and you know. You were like, uh, my room was pink for two years. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. There it is. Hello. Your sister wanted me to be Natalie. Bernie's got callback waiting. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so I've always had girlfriends. I've always had girlfriends. And um, any girl that I've known before I met my wife is fine. Any girl after? Yeah. It's like, who's that? What, yeah. what what you're going what you're surfing with Allison Breen? Who's Allison Breen? You know all that stuff. So it's like all my girlfriends before were grandfathered uh-huh. in, uh-huh. and See. then anybody new is uh. Well, you do have to be careful though too sometimes because now I don't want it to be a boy girl thing, but sometimes boys are a little doy. Right or a little doy. But Alice oh doy, I thought you said a little. I thought you said a little is doy. Not a sea hag no, either. no, Allison. <laughs> she's no sea hag. She's a sweetheart. You know, but, she um, she fe- uh, did a guest spot uh, in front of me in Chicago, and uh, we, we were hanging out together, and I'm just like, you know, everybody here thinks we're fucking, right? She's like, I know. She's like, Everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, 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 girls get that, it's, and yeah. it's a drag. Mm-hmm. And Female comics get it all the time. Yeah. Whereas Bernadette actually does fuck people oh. on the yeah. road. You want to do a guest spot? <laughs> <laughs> Now your wife's going to cut stri- me. Great. Because <laughs> I have been striking out with Allison Breen. Jesus Christ. That poor Allie Breen. That integrity and that love for comedy. She's got to just drop that she shit. She shows up Seriously. everywhere. I work with her in, uh, in the Outer Banks where we're, we're right. going uh, in a couple And she was in Hong Kong with you. she was in Hong Kong in Macau. I, I'm the one who should be worrying <laughs> about Allison uh, Breen. Allie, she was like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, what are you doing here? Oh, well, you know, I got, you know, <laughs> I'm auditioning or I, I booked this and whatever she's doing. She's like, she does it great too. Like she just gallivants around and has a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing this at the chuckle hut and right. wherever, you know, she did the coolest thing anybody on the road has ever done for me. Um, for doing the guest sets over the weekend. She, dro- she drove, she <laughs> drove, she said. drove me around. She drove me around. Cause I didn't, I don't, it's the Chicago, this was a Chicago improv. So the hotel is right across the street. I didn't get a car. And she validated you for us to come onto the show. Oh, she did? Yeah, she did. Oh, she's a good kid, man. I like this kid. I mean, I heard your name, but right. I've never, we've okay. never met. Yeah, we've never met. I just met Al today, and I met Bernadette last week at Ventura. Yes, yes. Um, but she left on Sunday, and my plane wasn't leaving until Monday, so she let me use her rental car. Oh, my God. She's an angel. Right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I should be fucking her. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, this is going to be the only she podcast. This. She'll this never be... listen to it. Guys, she she's fucking me. <laughs> I get all the ladies. This is going to be the only podcast my wife listens to. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is you so know, terrible, too, as a female comedian. I, I have to, to throw her under the bus. Like, right? I couldn't say anything else about her. I have to go <laughs> there. Yes, love I adore did. her. That's why. Uh, yes. So you were, in J- you were doing that Japan gig? Is Hong that the Kong, they're different people. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know you get your Asians mixed. I didn't. Mixed I, up. Yeah, I, 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 well, yeah. he thought he was Italian. For half his <laughs> he, he thought he was a girl. So I thought you said Japan. I'm sorry. Nope. Hong okay. Kong. All right. Uh, but, but I did say Macau. Everybody maybe. knows Hong Kong's in Vietnam. Yeah. Um, no, we haven't done Japan yet. Okay. But, uh, I'm dying. Allie to. has a friend in, who lives in Hong Kong, so uh-huh. she was out there visiting. 
and she came in and did some guest spots. I guess she was there for a couple of weeks, and then she, she was hired it? to to work. She fucking me, me, <laughs> oh, me. Oh, okay. come on, Murray, me. I gotta stop saying. Smell that. my toe. All right. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What happened there? Uh, how was that? That's not who books that. Uh, Jameson Gong has a um, takeout comedy. Gigs. Okay, yeah, there's there's a few of them now. All right. He uh, he started it. He was the pioneer, uh, and uh, we've gone out together and separately. Okay, so, uh, I've been there. F- it's for all expats, four right? Times, pretty much. Um, for the most part, uh, Brits, uh, Australians, mm-hmm. uh, Americans, for the Canadians, sure. But okay. a lot of people from Hong Kong speak much better sure. English than the average American. Hong Kong is oh, its sure. own little thing going on there. The, you know, yeah. the, the English is almost the first language. I'm oh, mildly right. obsessed well, with Hong Kong. Oh, you are? It's become, it might, my favorite city is New York, duh, whose isn't? But um, I, like Hong Kong might knock it off the block. Really? Me. I'm not sure, yes. Never been. You can smell opportunity and energy when you step off the plane. Like when I was a kid who moved to New York at 20, like I always knew I wanted to live in New York City. Uh It's just the vibe and the the pace and everything. Like you just, you know, you get lost in it and it goes and you go with it or you perish. And um, Hong Kong is like that on steroids. And going back as a comedian recently, I never had a desire to go to Asia, but there's just so much uh, potential. And just like it's moving so fast and... People there work so hard, and life is cheap. So don't get me wrong; it's not like it's all rainbows and kittens. Sure. But it's fa- and that East meets West. It's like it'll blow your mind. Like you're at a wet market, and there's like ladies sitting squatting selling fish, and then you go to one of those fancy hotels, and it's all Rolls Royces right. decked out in Chanel. Right. It's crazy. Huh. Is uh is uh Niagara forty cents a pop? What? What? <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> is that where the uh, do, do you guys know Dwayne Perkins? Yes. yes. You must know Dwayne Love Perkins. Love the Dwayne Perkins. He, he almost got killed by the triads. Excuse me? In what? Who are the triads? Aren't they the big yeah, the, the gang? The gang, big gang. They cut the, you in the street. They don't Hong Kong you. They, gang? They, they cut you. Hong yeah, Kong yeah. gang? You bleed out in the street. Yeah, yeah. In Hong Kong? Yeah, I think it was and, Hong and Kong. In Kowloon, across the riverway. But uh, I think I it was Hong Kong. Well, I'm sorry. Show your ink. I didn't know the story. So how did he almost get killed? He was performing, I'm assuming, at one of these gigs we're talking about. Yeah. And there were triads in the thing, and... He, they were mouthing off, and then uh, he shut them down, and then he had, I forget this, he told the story on the show, I can't remember what wow. happened. He, he, uh, he disrespected them. He disrespected he them. He disrespected comedy club. Yeah. They thought, see, the culture, there's an issue with the culture as far as heckling. And, oh, there is? Well, I, I'm guessing. Okay. <laughs> Man, you were selling it. <laughs> I, I was like, wow, my husband's really smart. How, how did you, he know that? How do you that? think I got this one? How do you think I got He'll Bernadette bullshit. to marry He me? will do. He <laughs> says things just like, yeah. I throw out numbers. Not, there's no, no backup on <laughs> he this. He does. When we leave, go, wow, really? we were talking about the house, like we like that house. You know, uh-huh. He'll be like, he'll start throwing statistics to me about the value of oh, the house. And I'll be okay. like, what the fuck? You don't even know what you're talking about. But, uh, <laughs> so I come clean immediately. So that's the issue. I can't. I have no follow through. Oh, man. I was, I, I was so excited to learn something I'm, new. I cannot. Yeah, I'm not a con artist. All right. I'm a failure. So you worked at MTV. You've been around the block. Yeah, this isn't about me. So everybody's heard these stories. I, I want to I know where where is it where is it heading? Where is the business of entertainment and intellectual property and all that good stuff heading? You tell me. Yeah, how do we tap into that shit? If I knew, we'd yeah, be doing we this in a be much in nicer studio. <laughs> <laughs> this is much nicer. I, I, this is not the garage. This is my uh, office. You, you, no, you have a stu- it's a studio office. Yeah, you yeah. actually have a toilet. Yes. There's another room. I think is that the S and M room. What is yeah. that? No, is that's, that where, the, uh... that's where we keep the sun we don't like. Oh, yeah. we okay. all have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have kids? 
Uh, we were going to get some. Yeah. Uh, Hong Kong? Changed our mind. Yeah. 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 I can, I, I can yeah. respect that decision. Yeah. Yeah. We have a ch- an eleven pound Chihuahua who is it's our more like thirteen commander He's chief. A He's a fatty. Actually, yeah. I know you have the you have the comedian um, pool parties with um, other dads. Yes. So he's going to bring the dog by. Wait a minute! I heard that the last one you had was canceled because all the comedians with kids didn't show up. That's when you call up Bernie and Al. Oh, and, and bring a dog up, so he and we take takes a duke of your, in my pool. Your barbecue. Your <laughs> no, pool. he's not going to. No, he doesn't want to go. He wants to sit there and just judge people. He's like us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's not interested in dog like. Yeah, you ever behavior. have a fallout again or cancellation? Yeah. No, all right. Well, you, you guys are more than welcome to come. <laughs> well, we have your address. Now we edit that out. So you you like good <laughs> travel stories? I do love a good travel the story, owl, especially especially if they have to do a stand up. I don't know if I have good. I have a title. Story. I have, a, I have a title of a show I have to live up to That's here. Well, <laughs> well, we have a million, but you have a very good one that. Um, I don't know if they're good. I I the, I, the, I mi- can, the Middle I, East I, story is fun. Oh yeah, I performed. Now am I going to believe? Is this real or is this bullshit? You have to figure that out. Oh, the listeners like it. will decide oh. for themselves. Oh, and then we'll have a call-in vote. <laughs> I am. Um, I performed for the troops internationally, but thank you very much. It always worth a round of applause. But I've also performed for all the families and the independent contractors who are neglected with entertainment, and they're away from their families for months and sometimes years at a time. The Halliburton people. Not necessarily no, them, but no, that's... that's a, there's a negative... Uh, he, he means the 1%. Yeah. No, okay. I'm kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. talking about the other people, not so much security, but there sure, are sure. people, civilians, that have jobs, hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of them around the globe mm-hmm. that have to live in a compound and in these dangerous places, mm-hmm. and the, they're kind of hunkered down. They have a DVD player mm-hmm. or their computer, and that's all the entertainment they have. Now, what are they doing over there? They're trying to they're, survive. They're, I'm not following. I'm sorry. They're, well, they're <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hostile. I was like, they're trying to survive, Murray. Lay off of them. Perhaps they work for a catering company. Oh, no, Perha- but perhaps they work for a fuel company. Perhaps they work for a construction company. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Y- you need money. Perhaps, you need money. You've sure. been laid off, or or you have a good talent, and somebody says, look, if you go over there for the year, you'll come back with two hundred, three hundred grand. Oh, as okay. As opposed to yeah, doing it here. Right. Or oh, okay. The oh, I thought. Are. Okay, I thought we were still tied. It's not just military. Oh, I yeah. thought we were still tied to the military there. Yes, yes. And they, but we're they're, not. They're being gar- guarded by the, the military, and they're staying within a compound that is bobbed wired and machine guns, etc. Really? And you'll have. Am I just uh, an idiot? That I've never heard of this. Oh no, they're they're pretty much civilians. Yeah, it's a. Uh, well, I'm it's an the idiot. new. We can't no. get Marxist because I won't shut up. But it's the new world order because no one can make a living in this country right. anymore because it's all being outsourced. Sure. So a lot of us and have a to. Lot, there's a lot of state department people. Okay. There's them. And okay. they all, again, all these people have families, and they get these gigs, and they'll be away mm. for long periods of time, just as the military. This I is like, like Little House on the Prairie. But a lot of the entertainment... <laughs> pa used to have to go away go for... You just, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cried every episode. The the entertainment and uh, such goes towards the troops, which it should. Yeah, of course. Because they're on the front lines. Yay! Yay! Clap, clap, yeah, clap, yeah. clap. But uh, there's a large group of people who... So anyways, I was hired by, by the State Department for a few of these, and uh, another independent company to perform for these folks, for embassies, okay. contractors, etc. Okay. And uh, we did go to one U.S. embassy in Saudi Arabia, and we're not allowed to talk about religion, mm-hmm. politics, and you can't curse. It's a comedy uh, magic club. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. And you signed a death waiver before you went over. They sent a death It's a death waiver. form. A death death waiver. form? Yes. Form, yes. Uh, basically, if I bring in any sort of a 
pornography, uh-huh. alcohol, tobacco. Uh, this is on my, my phone. No, no pornography on my smartphone. Really? So I had to yeah. delete all that shit. Why right. they're having comedians come over is beyond me. <laughs> <right. laughs> <laughs> Get Seriously. some Mormons right. to come over. I was paid well because it was the uh-huh. State Department. Yeah. So, okay. Um, uh, so I death had form. T- What's the death form exactly? The death form is. Uh, I agree that uh, I will not bring any of the stuff in. I will not talk about religion or politics. Oh, because you could get killed. Beheaded. Oh, yeah. old school. And yeah. he was like, "Should I sign it? Should I not?" And I was and like, "And it has it has a uh, this the the whatever the stamp of the Saudi flag yeah, and it's it has beautiful. the swords <laughs> crossed and it says sign here that I agree that I will allow them to kill me by beheading if I violate any of these terms. So now, cut to we have it at home. God it's damn it! I'm doing bitching about, and I'm bitching about <laughs> driving to Irvine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm working about three weeks throughout the Middle East. So now get to Saudi Arabia. Now we are on the compound, uh, you know, United States soil. Sure. At the embassy. Half of the crowd are locals and half of the crowd are federal government employees of the mm-hmm. United States. But I still had to sign this form. So after the gig, we, it was a, a great audience. After the gig, uh, we come back into the um, ambassador's residence and I'm being interviewed by the local television uh, program, which is called KSA, Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And they have a microphone, much like the one you have, but it has their KSA symbol okay. on it. And there are two women presenters. Uh, their heads are covered, but their faces are exposed. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you know, Saudi Arabia, or may- maybe you don't know, everything is divided with partitions as far as the public goes. Uh, young men on one side, families on the other. Women are not allowed to go out alone in public unless they have a chaperone, et right. cetera. Very divided. So anyways, I, I get to this, and these women presenters are there interviewing us after the show. And she says, so how did, how did you like uh, performing here in Saudi Arabia? And she puts the microphone in my face. It almost hits me. I put my head back, but I see KSA. Sure, sure. I said, oh, thank you for having me here on Kissa. All of a sudden, a bunch of uh, Arab Saudi men jump up and start Screaming in Arabic, who's going up? And they're like, oh, oh, he, oh, calm down. He doesn't know what he said. He has no idea what he said. Uh oh. So the first words I utter on Saudi television after I sign the death form are, "Thank you for having me here on Kissa." Kissa means her vagina. What? Come on. This is a true story. <laughs> what are the chances? What are the chances of the first things? First words out of my house. I thank you for having me here. Or I, it's great being here on your vagina. Hilarious. Vagina. So they wig out. Now I'm on U.S. soil, so I think that's what saved me from being oh, really? headed. Yeah, but it was clearly a mistake. But in translation, etc., I'm being a filthy American pig. Sure, comedian. Yes. Whew. Man, that must yes. have freaked you out. It did freak me out a little bit. As a matter of fact, for the next 48, 72 hours. I wasn't sure if they were going to come to my hotel oh, yeah. and extract me and put a bag over my head and take me. And yeah, yeah. Of course not, but still. No, that could... Waking up in the middle of the night going, <gasps> what was that noise? Yeah, and I bet. I hear Arabic outside my door. It's the cleaning woman. That's how I do voices. So uh, there it is. I made it out alive. Um, uh, but the Middle East, man, is the whole, the whole thing, the whole... Way of life there is just something that is so bizarre, so right. far beyond 
for the most part. Right. There was there were pockets that I loved. Beirut, I loved yeah. being in Beirut. Uh, and Lebanese. You love the pastry I love the Lebanese people. Yeah. Because when you were going to go, because he signed Both the death Christian form, and he was and, really um, nervous, and right Muslim. before he left, he was like, his running joke was, I just, I just don't want my head to get cut off. Like, yeah. You know, because they were cutting people's heads off. Sure. And I was like, oh, you're going to be fine. You're going to have a... And the funny thing is you called me and you were having a blast and all he talked about was this pastry shop. And it was just <laughs> so funny. He was like so in love with the pastries. I had some... Okay, certain parts of it were unbelievable, incredible, and I definitely would go to go back to certain areas the of croissants, each part of it. Apparently. Each country. <laughs> but my favorite was Beirut. Really? Yes. Mm. And now I'm dying to go. I've spent zero time in the Middle East. Well, good for you, man. Goose egg, nothing, never. Good for you. Any desire? No, I'd go. I'd go perform for the troops. Yay! Yay. (laughs) 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 Which ones? (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's the interesting? Here, sign this. I went to Kabul, Afghanistan. Uh huh. And part the green zone is the compound that's completely protected by tanks, etc. Right. There are so many different uniforms from different countries. You have no idea who's who. Oh. And you see AK-47s and some sort of grenade thing attached to people's chests and such. It's frightening. You have no idea. You go to these uh, checkpoints. Mm -hmm. You have no idea if they're like, oh, Americans. Right, right. You you just don't know. And it's always in the back of your head. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because security is saying, okay, uh, we're not allowed to stay in one place for any more than 20 minutes. We Mm -hmm. have to move that because they become organized and they can attack us. And have a good show. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. That is crazy. I was wearing all the armor, the the headgear and, yeah. and all that, and I was in an armored vehicle. The Kevlar? Uh, the Kevlar, etc. And I, I I realized, oh, I'm a target. So I started to relinquish things, and I was kind of like dressed down. Because you, you stand out more when you're wearing all this garb. Oh, really? They're, yeah. Not everybody else is wearing it? A couple of the guys uh, kept theirs on. Right, right. That I was traveling with. Okay. But, uh, I I took mine off. Yeah. There's a Pakistani comedian. He kept his on the whole time. I'm like, are you serious? You blend in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I love a good race. Do you remember the British? Look at now. I'm turning into uh, those British. You know, there's so many my, stories. My co-host Bernadette Pauly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so over sorry. Here. No, I'm terrible. Are you kidding? So many bizarre stories. But I love the story. I've been there twice now. You and, said uh, two Brits picked you up. Two British officers or whatever. Oh, security. two Scots. Yeah, and yeah. basically, you get into the vehicle. And they started giving you instructions on what to do if they're killed. Yeah, they said, all you do is you grab the radio and you put it on, you tell we're a car, we are a truck vehicle number 492. <laughs> and you get in there and you tell me, you give me your exact location. I go, I have no idea where I am. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Just get me, get me somewhere, protect me. Oh, it was so funny though when you, it, yeah. yeah. We had to go through a whole emergency thing. It took 20 minutes to figure out what to do mm-hmm. if we're attacked. And I'm just, I'm just going to blow myself and then that's it. Right. It's my last... Hurrah. You're going to blow yourself I'm and blow, blow up? Myself and that's mm-hmm. it, yeah. Have you ever performed for the troops, Bernadette? Have I ever blown the troops? Is Perf- the real I question. Said, I, listen, if you want to tell that story, you can. I'm not going <laughs> to be on such a misogynist podcast. I'm out of here. I got called a misogynist once on for about this show. I love it. I, I really wouldn't mind, but the thing, I'm going to go nuts. I can't talk. I'm right. angry. The thing is, because when there are legitimate misogynists and real, like, douchebag women hating freaks, uh-huh. nobody says peep. Right. One time, you want to know a good. <laughs> I want to hear about your misogyny. No, I can't tell that story. Al has a bit on candles. Why is uh-huh. it always about me? 
<laughs> I, by the way, by the way, Bernadette has just got into, I'm going to say, attack pose. I am. I'm uh, in attack pose. <laughs> she's just leaned over I'm the angry. table, Change completely shouldered Al out of this conversation, <laughs> and is about to uh, throw down. I'm going to try to keep it quick. I mean, okay. We all know I'm not good at this. And right. then I want to hear about what a misogynist you are. I don't even remember this. Because this enrages me, and real feminists story. have to get together to beat up the fake ones. Okay. Anyway. He has a bit about candles, which is hysterical and making fun of me and my love for candles. He's doing a college gig. We're both working in New England. Mm -hmm. And he says, come warm up for me at my college gig. Because you know, you got to do a full hour. Bring whoever you can. I said, sure, I will. Two days before the gig, the woman who had booked him is a neurotic, stereotypical, dumb fucking... Politically, broad, super politically po- super correct. politically correct. Who doesn't is afraid that he's going to offend women at right. the show with this candle bit, which is ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> so she wants to speak to him. The agent t- says no, it's going to be okay. She insists on speaking to him. She says that candle bit is just so offensive. Which it's by the way, it's basically me being in a candle store with my wife and her making me smell the candles. That's yeah, all. It's right. Me right. being an idiot because I'm obsessed with sure. scented candles. And I just want to go watch the game. And she's right. Like, I okay. Do this. So That's there was all this hullabaloo back and forth, and even the day of, she. Said, Said you, she insisted on speaking to him, and she said, "You have to understand, this is a business school, and we started a new program, and we're trying to attract more females to this. Um, I don't remember MBA pro- program or something stupid like that. And there's going to be a lot of them in the audience, and I don't want you to offend them. So I'm angry, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna, you know. So I go, and of course, I think I'll just go and be filthy <laughs> for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you want to be offended? I'll fucking show you offended. There's a wife for you." So what bothered me in the green room, and I'm trying to keep the rage down because this really, she irritated me so much. And I met her, and she was in the little suit and desperately seeking male approval, in my opinion. No, and I understand. She was weak and she was nervous. And she she was up his ass before the show, and she didn't know I was his wife. And I said, I'm going to open for him, so you'll get a female, which will be a nice perspective. And I said, can you just tell me, if you are so paranoid that he's going to be offensive to women, why didn't you just hire a female comedian? And oh. she said, oh, it never occurred to me. Wonk, wonk, so wonk, she was wonk, the misogynist. Wonk, wonk. Oh, I so, I so and, wish and she said, because I don't think women are funny. No, I thought, <laughs> it would have been better if she didn't think women were funny. Right, it right. didn't even occur, didn't even to, occur her. to her. For this the film, when we do the script, that's the line we're going to use. And you get yeah. credit. Okay, good. Can, can we hear, I know your little thing you just went, can we hear? Oh, that was, um, uh, so I'm getting texted. Don't worry about oh, that. okay. Uh, I want to hear about you being a misogynist. I don't even, it was, it was one, it was, it wasn't even nothing specific. It was just, it was, you're unfunny, you're a misogynist, and you think you're funny because you hang out with funnier comics. So it was like misogynist was tucked in there. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's just <laughs> such a weird, <laughs> random... such a weird, random, like, mean... nobody ever, ever leaves comments on... Allie Breen? Was it yes, Allie it was that... Allie Breen. <laughs> nobody ever reads comments, uh, leaves comments, because oh, I post this a couple different places, but I host it on Libsyn, carries my podcast, I don't know which one carries yours, but no, and it's got a comment section. Nobody ever listens. I probably doesn't even listen to it on Libsyn anyway. Nobody ever, and then I get a bloop. A comment. I'm like, oh, sweet. And it was, at, it was after Jake Johansson was on. Uh, and I'm like, oh, sweet. Oh, okay. Another one of the nicest human exactly. beings in America. <laughs> exactly. And it was just, you, you're not funny. You're a misogynist. Blah, blah, blah. What? It was hilarious. Wow. Meanwhile, it, you could bring Patrice back from the dead, have him Nick DiPaolo and someone else who has legitimate issues, and I don't care. They're all funny motherfuckers. But right. they clearly have some. Nobody would say boo to them. Right, right. 
That's what makes me laugh. You can watch Andrew Dice Clay up there. Yeah. No, no but if they smell, I the think kindness, kindness or normalcy is, is mistaken for oh, weakness, <laughs> really? in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, so for folks, the... Uh, the uh, He's appalled right dick. now. He's like, you sound be like the people in New Jersey I was raised with. <laughs> yeah, just be a dick and everybody respects it. But just be a nice human being and people are going to pounce. Hilarious. I like the fact that your wife is telling all your stories. That's hilarious to me. It's a deflection. Well, because she, wa- she wants it's, me to spew them all out. But uh, it's hel- my, wife will, my wife will do that too, but she's not a comedian. But she'll, she'll be like, Murray, tell him, tell him that joke about... <laughs> About thingy, and then she'll try to tell the joke. Tell him that joke about Reese Witherspoon and the punchlines Reese Witherspoon's. I'm like, well, I can't, honey. Yeah, honey, get the- your own road stories. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a good combo. You had both in there. Yeah, hmm. she's your fan. Who? It's just your wife. My wife. My wife's favorite comedian is Jackie Cation. I adore her. I'd like to point out, I am a comedian also. <laughs> <laughs> now you say Cation or Cashian? I say I, I, is it Cashian or Cation? It's Cation, as far as I know. Okay. But she can never pronounce my name right ever, anyway. So She's just a woman doesn't I matter. Know. I'm allowed to uh, question people about pronouncing names. Yeah, of course. Ducharme, right? Dutch Army, yeah. Ah, she is very funny. Yeah, she's great. I just did her podcast again recently. She can just like talk about lunch, and Mm -hmm. it's funny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, baby, come on. You got a road story. I asked you if you ever performed for the troops, and somehow you took that on a misogynist. No, I did. (laughs) I did Andrew um, Air Force. I did a bunch of like, yeah. Uh, It was one of my first gigs ever, and this is funny. Speaking, uh, so I went, and it was a lot of fun, and they were so great. And, you know, it's like a big hall and they're paying $2 for vodka drinks because that's what you do for the troops is you liquor them up cheap because you're sending them over. Yeah, that's great. And they're families and and it was a wonderful, wonderful group. And I was so dumb that everybody got like these boxed meals. And um, I remember saying to the booker, oh, I'm just going to go back to my room and have mine. I'm going to bring a couple. I don't know. And he thought, like, I was saying, hey, come up there and fuck me. So he came <laughs> up later, and I was like, oh, did you want some chicken? You said you're going to bring I, your box. And I literally <laughs> thought he came up, right. and I was like, oh, did they put the food away? Because I knew that they were going to put the food away <laughs> early. And I'm like, come on in. And he came in, and I set up a, a plate and food, and I'm like, what do you want to drink? And then he's like, oh, she's really going to blow me now. And I'm like, I have ginger ale and water. And then he sat there eating, and then it occurred to me, like, I was like, and then he was just like, I'm not that hungry anymore. I'm going to go. Because he realized this dumb bitch right, really right. did just mention she has food. She, I really was just thinking, I'm going to have extra food up in there. Yeah, and yeah. I hate to waste it. Yeah. Bernadette is a little doy. Uh, <laughs> when we, yeah, didn't you say guys was, were a little doy? Yeah, I'm a little doy. Right. Uh, well, she is, when she comes off stage, uh, when we're working together, guys will, will hit on her. Uh-huh. Like, you know, pedestrians, uh, whatever they are. More uh, before he fucked the pretty out of me, too. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what happened? And she was so naive. They're like... <laughs> You know, it's like a guy uh, is with a group of his friends. They're like, "Hey, you want to you want to come have a drink?" And she's like, "Hold on, hey, honey, you want to go have a drink with these guys? They invited us for a drink." And I'm like, "No, they didn't. They invited you." For right, a drink. right. <laughs> but that's because, is that how you tell them? You see the expression on the guy's face. Oh. Because I'm a comedian, so I assume everyone thinks I'm the funniest thing they've ever seen, even though I hate myself and think I suck. Right, of course. Uh, when people come up to you after a show, it does not matter if you're Angelina Jolie or if slightly fuckable in my case or whatever. All you're thinking is they think I'm funny. Right. That's all you can hope for. And yeah, then you go that's home all you and want. weep. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's, that's all you have to ever say to a comedian after mm-hmm. a show mm-hmm. is, hey, you're funny. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Don't 
Mm-hmm. I've tried. I've, people have Thanks tried. For trying doesn't work. People have tried <laughs> to compliment you in, a, no. every, in other ways, and, you and were it good comes too. out horribly wrong. No. Just say you're funny. Yeah. Don't say it, you we make it look loved easy. It. We love. Oh, we were laughing so hard, but there was that one joke you did that ruined the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you did have it last time we were in North Carolina. A man came up after the show. And said, you need to control your wife. Yes, he did say What? That. And yeah. he meant it. And his wife was standing with him. Oh. And she's like, mm-hmm. Oh. It was awesome. She had a black eye. Oh. Yeah. yeah. She's wearing a Saudi Arabian outfit. Yeah. She was. Why did he have to tell? Why did he have? Why, why did he have to tell you? You should have known. Now, why did Because she's a pistol What did you do? Stage. What happened? I don't know. She's Were you just doing your regular stuff? I had some. Not just my regular stuff, which annoys everybody. Right. <laughs> it annoys me. Why wouldn't it annoy the rest you, of the world? You, you win the crowds over. I they think love I had you. the little... You just, uh, there's a couple of guys out there, they, they don't want uh, her to give their wives any ideas. Oh. Of thinking on their own. Right. Well, that's true. Well, that's true. Yeah. I can understand that. I'm glad that's my wife's not here. That's why you can't go to Saudi well, I, I, You know what it is? I had that joke. I used to have a joke about... Um, I still do it. Who's kidding who? But something about <laughs> something about spending my money and how I love to spend money. Right. And uh, and I have um, five coach bags and no health insurance. Now you tell that before the Obamacare. That's how old this joke is. But you tell that joke in New York, Chicago, Boston. People think it's hilarious. Sure. And I, I didn't realize I was in the South, and there were certain Republican states dead flat silence. And I, and then I realized, and this is where I had the epiphany at that show. You motherfuckers think I'm, she's taking our health care. She's going to the emergency room and I'm paying for it. Then they would laugh because that is what they were thinking. Right, right. They're thinking I'm paying for this freeloading bitch. And once I addressed it, they all would laugh because they're like, yeah, that is what we think. (laughs) And I just, I guess I just riffed on it and he he found it not funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hate the South. I hate everybody. (laughs) I'm from the South. Except for Allie Breen. You're, you're not, you weren't born there, though. You're I was born in Memphis. Do, do you want to go back and listen to the beginning of this podcast? Oh, I thought you were born in Jersey and brought to Memphis and then brought back up. No, dad was born in Jersey. <laughs> moved. To, my dad was Bruce Springsteen. Moved to, <laughs> moved to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to start this all over again. Okay. We'll just start the podcast Let's from the do top. It again. <laughs> I've done. I've done that on stage. I did this one time. I was so pissed off at the audience that, I, and somebody yelled out that I said, "You just you're ruining the fucking show." And now I got to do this start all over again. And I went. I walked <laughs> off stage, and I came back on, and I even did my. "Quote unquote improvised lines and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and did I was, I was doing like fifteen minutes. I did I, I did that at eight. I went back. I did the whole thing all over again. And did again. some people appreciate reload? This? It, everybody liked it at one point. <laughs> <laughs> does that make sense? Yes. Like, yes, yes, like some people points. liked it in the beginning, <laughs> and then some people liked that I kept doing it. Mm-hmm. But the other people in the beginning didn't like it anymore because mm-hmm. I kept doing it. And then the people who liked it when I was continuing to mm-hmm. do it liked it. And then the people who liked it when I was just started continuing to stop liking it. So everybody liked it in a different part of the set. Oh, by the way, I know this is called Road Stories. Yes. And um, I do have a, f- a few. Well, let's get to them. We're running out of time. No, but your, <laughs> <laughs> your theme song says it all for me. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't even have to go on. You can just play your theme song uh-huh. right now. Just cut it right in right now. Okay. Until the end, and then I'll and then I'll be done with my road stories. Oh, because you... That, that every, encompasses all my road stories, pretty much. Everything that is said... In that song, I don't think I've ever told the audience this, happened on this show. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Let me see. Do I know the lyrics? Blues, tacos, angry dwarfs. Stripper, strippers. Strippers. Front row. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, Laughs Unlimited. Sacramento. Checks. That was me. Bouncing checks. Bounce checks from uh, bookers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. 
never uh, heard of such a thing. There's, there's that doesn't a, happen anymore and since the digital age took over. Oh, yeah, yeah you get uh, automatic... Uh, <laughs> they just don't show up. <laughs> Even Seinfeld has that story about the guy is up his ass, he's in the, in the green room, it's a private gig, mm-hmm. he's, he's all over me, he's trying to prep for, for, the, for the show, he's got to do an hour, blah, 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 blah. The guy, the guy who's paying him, who's putting it together, he's so excited to be around Jerry Seinfeld... And then he finishes, he comes off to get paid. He goes, where's the guy? Where's the guy? No guy. guy. <laughs> no guy. Can't find the guy. Can't find the guy. <laughs> no, we've all done those gigs where you're just like, oh, this check is a Bank of America check. Where's the nearest Bank of America? <laughs> and just go and cash it, like, go and cash it that night or the next I morning. I would do that. I would yeah. call the bank and say, is there enough money? To... Oh, and smart. And they would say, because it was such an issue, uh, Bill No Money uh, Downs was his name. Bill Downs was his name. We called him Bill No Money Downs. Okay. <laughs> we had to call, and, these, and, the, and the woman, she knew us. I lived in the next town. She said, if you come right now, there's enough, but you got to get here soon. <laughs> so I'd get my car. I'd fly over there, and I'd cash the check, and I'd walk out with the cash, and then whoever went in after me was bouncing. Well, they should have they <laughs> called ahead. I've never called ahead. I didn't even know you could do that. I didn't even that. know if they'll allow you to do that. Yeah, yeah. This is in the Just because you knew, yeah. and you knew the person. You ever been stiffed? Uh, at a gig? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I going to have to bleep these? <laughs> no, I... no, it's still. All right, out. bleep edit her name out. All right, I'll bleep edit, her name out. By the way. I'll bleep her name out. I was stiffed. It was a tiny a little club about an hour outside of the city, her, her club. And um, it was crazy. So sh- I'm on the phone and I'm told. You're going to love the hotel. The hotel is so great. You're gonna, whenever they tell you how much you're going to love something, you know it's going to be a problem. <laughs> and my niece came to town, and it's th- oh, raining. Man. Sorry. It's raining crazy. So I'm driving out there like an hour out, and then there's no hotel. Oh, you don't get a hotel. Da, 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 da. At the time when I booked it, I was hosting a shitty TV show, uh-huh. a shitty talk show, and then I wasn't. And then for whatever reason, it was like, oh, you don't get a hotel. And I'm like, what do you mean I don't get a hotel? It's torrential rain pour. I'm right. going out there for, it was 100 bucks a show right. to close the show, which is like 10 cents. And um, I go out, and there's not the biggest turnout, but it's fun, and they're nice, and I just do my thing. And then I drove back that night with my cute little niece, and the green room, quote unquote, was behind a curtain behind the kitchen. And it was, we, you, the couch was like a plank that we would all sit on with pillows on it on upside down buckets. Mm-hmm. And I remember my poor niece, who was about 16 at the time, bends over and looks under the couch and looks at me with pity in her eyes. And she goes, Auntie, are these upside down water buckets that we're sitting on? Because she has a Boston accent. And right. I said, yes, Shannon. <laughs> yes, they are. This is what I, and we're in the back of the kitchen. <laughs> and this is what I do for a living. So then I went out in my, you know, I went out and I did my thing. So I, the next night, there's two shows. Last show, there's virtually nobody in the audience, which right. is weird because I'm a huge draw. I just okay. find that surprising. So there's nobody there. And the manager is this weird, vaguely gay guy who it turns out was in my hotel room, using my hotel room. Who cares? So. But he wasn't gay. He was like the straight gay guy who's yeah. like, oh, man, my wife is just going to... And you're like, okay, whatever. It's just the way I talk. So he comes up and he's like, oh, my God, there's <laughs> like hardly anybody here. Like, it's your call. It's totally your call. And I'm like, no, it's your call. You're the club. I'll, I'll perform for two people. I've, I've done it before. Right, sure. I'll do it again. And it's L.A. and there's no stage time. So right. who gives a shit, right? So there ends up being like eight people, but he calls it. And he decides to not have the show. Okay. And I'm like, okay, fine. And I just knew this was going to happen. And mm-hmm. then it was time to pay me. That was their call. I was going to do the show. Right. It wasn't mine. And I didn't have a door deal. Mm-hmm. And I agreed to go for $400, which is $0.10 cents for the weekend. Sure. And drove up in torrential rain. And the hotel was stolen from me. So he ends up giving me three. 
And I say, no, 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 it's four. It's four. This was the deal. And I said, here's the emails. And mm -hmm. I said, I'd come here and not work in the city for you for $400. And I lost money. And that was your call. You wanted to go home early. Right. And he said, oh, no, I can't. And I said, okay, well, I'm not leaving. And I just wouldn't leave. Right. <laughs> so then he called her and the booker who had done this little game. And she started playing some little game. And I said, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving, mm -hmm. and you owe me. It's a hundred, and you know that you know what club booker do you know that doesn't have like two homes and three Mercedes? And right, Bentley, right, you right. know. And she went through the game of we don't have, you know. And I was like, well, that's fine. I'm not leaving. So then they gave me my money and I left. Nice. That's one time when I won when I was stiff. And then she right. filled your calendar up after that. No, but whenever I'd have an audition, <laughs> she'd try to find out like how I booked it or you, you know, right, whatever. Right. Who cares? Two things from that story. Yeah. A. I'm an educated man. I prefer smart comedy. Uh, uh, I'm open-minded. Uh, I, I say live and let live. Mm -hmm. But the feminine guy voice will always make me laugh. Yes, it will mm -hmm. always make me laugh. I don't. I don't care. It doesn't. It doesn't. Not even like mocking. Not even mocking somebody saying you know, it's just the feminine. I'm a fan, and I actually will fall into it myself. I, it's, it kills me every time. Mm. Second time is I just realized I don't know how to edit on GarageBand, so I don't know how I'm going to be able to edit her name oh. out. It's okay. We'll I can do it right now. Oh, you do? You can just <laughs> tell me how to leave. <laughs> I have a relationship. Um, oh, yeah, he does, actually. We'll yeah. figure it out. We're going right, to figure right, we'll it figure out. It out. I, um, I, I know enough people. Gee, where can I find somebody who has a podcast that can help me out? Oh, I don't know. If we can you got you, a dead cat can I can you get swing? get the time on it right now, what time we're at? Yeah, I can see it. We'll subtract for like five minutes. I, just so I know. Oh, uh, what time it was? Oh, uh, you know, I'm, I can figure it out. He tried to host. I tried to host uh, your uh, podcast. Uh, now he's trying to edit no, it no, for what, you. What's the time marker on it now? Uh, one minute. So take five minutes back. One hour. Take five minutes back. So around 55 minutes. Okay, 55 But minutes. I, I can figure it out. I don't. Okay. Plus, this doesn't go until Sunday. So I've got five days to lose it. So <laughs> 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 My apologies. Um, I, was, I looked at something the other day at a club I'm playing and I'm looking at the headliner on the Saturday. I'm like headlining on Wednesday. I'm looking at the Saturday night headliner. And it is a, it is, I'm going to sound like such an old man, but it's a YouTube persona who's yeah. headlining the comedy club. Yeah. And she yep. is awful. Mm -hmm. And she's I'm never just, performed in front of a live audience. Before. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. Well, yeah. I kind of feel it's become just a. C corporate glob entertainment and comedy yeah. is becoming more like we're going to have bumble bubblegum you know more britney's no more janice joplin's right no richard pryor's no one's gonna be, be oh, coming you, you up Forty thousand followers or a hundred thousand followers sure you can yeah. headline her charles comedy. manson had a lot of followers too. Yes, he did. so they probably <laughs> put him like hitler had a lot of followers yeah. they put him in seats oh, if he had sure. twitter followers am i the only one who thinks that uh uh, uh manson got a bad deal he wasn't even there. He, <laughs> he didn't kill it. You know what I mean, man? He didn't kill anybody. <laughs> he was at home. I don't even know if you're kidding right now. I'm serious. Well, th his minions have always angered me more because they were just... Because yeah. they killed people. Just like Hitler he was smart. again. He's like, like, he, thought, he thought the law, he was on the law side. He said, you know what? I'll have them go do my dirty work. And they, <laughs> they can't get me. I wasn't there. Yeah. But this was the 70s, right? Late 60s or 69, 70s. I think. 60, yeah. So there you go. Then, you know, then you could change the law. In the middle of the law. All right, I'm just saying the guy didn't kill anybody, and there's no, and he's never getting out of prison. No, you nobody's ever going to release him. They're just rumors. He'll never get out. You're right. They'll never get out of prison. When he's up for parole, that's just yeah, that's just has to make you know e entertainment. Yeah, now. I had a crush on Leslie Van Houten for Did a you while. Really? Yeah. Was she one of the killers? Yeah, the cute one. 
I got good taste. <laughs> Kill <Cute> murderer. <laughs> I got good taste. <laughs> I, only, I only like the hot I like cereal murders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm I'm legitimately my next disturbed. Did she disembowel the woman? With the... <laughs> oh yes, she did. <laughs> no. Dear Lord. All right. I got really. I'm, no, you're gonna learn how to edit on Garage Band. <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> I got obsessed with the uh, uh, Manson uh, up for parole on yeah. the road one week. And mm-hmm. I just watched it. It was all over CNN. This was like 10 years ago. But they always make a big deal of like 40 years or 50 years. They always wait for the, the, the decade to go by when they make a big story. Yeah, like so this is probably 2000 then maybe. Maybe it was more like 15 years ago. But I would just sit in my hotel room and just watch it mm-hmm. nonstop. And Leslie Van Houten, and she did a lot of good work. She, she became a teacher. She, she graduated. This is how you sharpen the knife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was Patricia... Krenwinkle, I think, was who. I'm like, oh, she's never getting out because she was like, this is bullshit. I got to get out. I did this 100 years ago. I'm like, oh, it's a bad attitude. You're never getting out. So, how did it's your hottie get years. out? Because she's hot? I don't know if she actually got out. I'm no longer obsessed anymore. With oh, you said thing. she became a teacher, though. You mean no, she became in... a teacher and was in prison. Oh, or something. Okay. Or, something like, or maybe nervous. graduated or something. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. what, you think she's over at the elementary school? I right don't now? know. I don't it know. It is bizarre. Miss Van Houten? What? It is bizarre to be able to murder somebody and be out in 20 years. It's just, you murdered somebody? Yep. I killed him, cold blooded. Uh huh. All right, you served your time. You know why? You know why? I know this, and because I watch a lot of Law and Order. They gung gung. Yes. Oh, you can do the cunt cunt with that. (laughs) 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 That's what I wanted to tell you. When you were going singing the cunt song, I'm like, oh, you could do Law and Order with. Here we go. Ready? I'll just do one so you can just pick it out. Here we go. Gung gung. (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead. Are you singing the cunt song? Yeah, he, he did the he did the oh to me probably I don't know he does it so often. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So you can you can do it to the law and order though. I try not to pronounce. Oh okay. But you want I'll do the try the law and order one. Cunt cunt cunt. See it's not the same. That's not law and order. No. Cunt cunt. Yeah, I like that one. So what did you learn on law and order? Why can you kill? They want the they want the conviction. They want the guaranteed conviction. Conviction. So badly that they'll let other people out. Or oh, okay, I get it. They want the conviction. They want the conviction. I get it. I have to run and get my battery uh, 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 thing. Do we wrap okay, this up? We can wrap this shit up. I, I got less than 10%, so <laughs> I, I, loose, I don't, don't want to lose it. CK story. I don't want to lose it. I don't want to oh, lose oh, it, so oh, I want to go, 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 go get the thing. You guys, I don't know how to edit, so tell a story. <laughs> He's going to take a shit. He's he, he is. We're never going to see that guy again. Lock, All right. Lock um, the door. Let's take I guess I could podcast. tell my Louis C.K. story now, uh, because I'm sure that every comic mentions Louis C.K., right? Sure. But do they know that I worked with Louis? We started out together. I don't know. (laughs) I haven't spoken to him in a long time. No, a couple years ago. All right. Anyways, I'll wait. I'll wait for him to get back. But baby, um, it's a little warm. I know. In here, I'm dying. Um, What happens is, I know we have our own podcast, BernieandAl.com. So go to BernieandAl.com and tune in to our podcast. Oh, he came back. Um, Right during the plug. We have to turn our AC off as well, otherwise the hum. Oh, a hum? Yeah, I don't have yeah. AC yeah. in here. We live on the west side. We don't have AC. Oh, well, <laughs> now. Well, now. <laughs> Five days a week, a uh, year, we want AC. Yeah. I'm sorry. Continue your plugs. Oh, uh, anyways. Well, I, I was just joking. We were plugging our own podcast. but uh, um, Tell us you your Louis C.K. story. I, I, I'm, I'm in no rush. Uh, I talk to a three-year-old all day. You're like the oh, first <laughs> Oh, that's You're the what first it is. Adult. He's don't not leave. even going to air don't this. Leave. Don't leave. <laughs> Uh, um, tell us your Louis C.K. story. Well, I started out with Louis back in the day. Um, I started out with the, there was there was a, a bunch of comics that I started out with. Half of them are dead, and half of them 
went on to become huge, right. famous, or were famous for a few minutes and then fall from grace. Um, but here's, I want to talk about what an idiot savant Louis is, because some people think he is a comic genius, uh-huh. but he did some, he was a fucking moron when he was younger. Right, right. <laughs> we used to do a bunch of road gigs together, and we had so much fun. Um, but I remember he would, um, he bought a Honda Prelude, a little like two-seater fast vehicle that was great on gas. Uh-huh. And we would drive up from either Boston or New York up into New Hampshire or Vermont uh, and do these gigs. And they'd be at ski resorts or a college town, wherever. And uh, he would speed. He would drive uh, excessively. I'm like, like 90 miles an hour, 100 miles right, an right. hour in this little car. And it would, you know, it was it was freaky to me to be. I'm like, slow down, Louis, slow down. And he, he would pull up behind cops, and he, crazy stuff. But he would drive with an expired license <laughs> and no registration or expired. Everything was mm-hmm. expired, his paperwork, because he didn't want to be bogged down because he was a comic and he was writing and and now we all know where that went. But I never I never got pulled over with him, and there were plenty of opportunities. Um, but he would often get pulled over going through these small towns. By the local, you know, Mayberry mm-hmm. cop. Sure. And he would be arrested. And they would impound the car. And they would <laughs> keep him in overnight. And his mother would have to wire money for his bail. Really? To get him out. And then he'd have to, he'd have to go back to appear in court weeks later. And, uh, and sometimes he would blow that off. And so there would be these warrants out for him. And it was like <laughs> crazy, just crazy <laughs> shit. Jeez. But even after he became successful... Mm-hmm. He drove across country with an expired uh, registration, and he made it across. But I don't understand that. How did he make it across without getting pulled over? I don't know. I I think he had to. um, Oh, he wouldn't fly his dog across country. Mm -hmm. I think his wife wouldn't allow him to, or they were afraid. His wife didn't want the wife in the belly of the plane. So he. I mean, the wife didn't want the dog. Put the the dog and just drive across country solo. You know, spend four days, whatever it was, and and to do this. But I'm like, come on, the dog tags are fine, right? But the vehicle tags are not. Yeah, right. <laughs> no I love the fact that me. he's got to like call Lafayette, Pennsylvania, four weeks later, the club there, and hey, can I get a guest spot? I got to go to court today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I just never understood that whole mentality. But there he is. He was. He really was focusing on the craft, mm-hmm. the writing, and clearly it worked out for him. No, for sure. Uh, guys, I want to thank you so much for coming by today. Absolutely. Thank you uh, for having Bernadette us. Bernadette is burning up over here. Really yeah, I around. am. Oh, I have to say this. On, on my Frankenstein episode, yeah. um, we had Sam Morrison on here, who's probably listening to Sam Morrison. They've got a, uh, I guess it on their podcast. It's called The Underdoggers. I had a good time. Uh, you should check it out. I love that name. Um, yeah, it's a great name. Um, the whole time he was sweating in here. It's and, it, and it's hot, and it's hot. I don't have AC in here, mm-hmm. and, and I have to close all the windows. And he's like, I just got to step out and get some air. And I'm like, okay. And he was sweating a lot. And my wife, we was like, your buddy, man, he, he's sweating a lot. I'm like, yeah, it's really hot in there. Turns out, after he did our podcast, he was rushed to the hospital, spent the night there, or two days there. He, and if, Sam, forgive me if I, I think it's okay I'm telling this. I hope you're all right, pal. He's all right now, but I think he, I think he said he was anemic. And and he was extremely hydrated. anemic. And I think he had, might have had to get a, tra- a transfusion or half a transfusion. Oh my God. I don't know. I don't want to tell the whole guy's diagnosis, but uh, 
listeners were really. I posted that on the Facebook, and listeners were really nice oh, and, cool. and, and posted, yeah. uh, you know, get better and, and thanks for doing it. So Sam, thank you for doing it, and I'm sorry you got sick. Me too, Sam. And Speedy you might recovery. have a, you might ha- might have a lawsuit against Murray. Wait, what are you he, doing? How do I edit this? How do I edit this? What is wrong with you? He just got. He can put in a lien on his house. <laughs> All right. Did you guys get your plugs out or no? I'm sorry. Uh, Alducharm.com. Al. D u c h a r m e dot com. Uh-huh. Uh, Bernie and Al dot com is our podcast. Mm-hmm. Bernie and Al podcast, and Bernadette Pauly dot com. Spell it. No, our tour <laughs> dates are all over all of that stuff. Yeah, okay, it's all there. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having us. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for helping me out with my recording uh, situation here. I guess I'm gonna, just going to be Garage Band from now on. Well, you tell yeah. me after you practice yeah. editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mari. This was great. <laughs> well, you're not done. Pick up your microphone. Uh, uh, she just decided to end the show. She's like, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't know if you already finished or not. I know. It comes up. You know how you do like... the soft clap <laughs> jokingly when we say the truth? Right, right, right. Click, click, click. Yeah, click. Yeah. She'll, she'll do that when we have a guest. I had to tell her, no more applauding when we have a guest on. She goes, guess who's here today? Mari's here today. Clap, 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 clap. And I go, no, the, 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 the needle jumps up and down. It's right. a mess. Oh, yes. by the way, I should tell the listeners the only reason I've never done that clapping before. The only reason is that it's 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 considered an easy way to get yeah, a, a cl- an applause break is yeah. when you say you perform for the troops. That's mm-hmm. why I was doing that. And I was that was part of my introduction for a while because I just did a tour and I had a, a couple jokes about it. And I I, I get that I get the fish eye every once in a while from the other comic in the yeah. green room. Like really the troops. I'm like I got a joke. I got a joke. I got, I need a, joke. A, <laughs> I got a joke. And it's better for him to say it than it doesn't make me look. Mine like was it. correlated with my Middle East story, Kissa. Yes. So it's great to be here on her vagina. Okay. <laughs> my, <laughs> this fav- is my favorite story, by the way. But if you ever have you ever been around when somebody ends a set with have you ever been deep in the road and you some the yeah and that's how they get off stage because those people bomb, need to be killed. Oh, have you ever seen that? No. Has somebody done that? Yeah. Oh, the, oh there's guys who I've do it. Witnessed it more than once. Let's, really? Yeah. And that's their closer. Let's give it up for the troops tonight. Yeah. Oh. Just tanks. So tank is, you know, the military. They make tanks. So <laughs> give it up for the troops. Yeah. Oh, now I feel bad for those people. Not the audience. The people who do that. I feel bad for them. Oh, do you? Well, yeah. Why? I feel sad for them. They're bad. Well, maybe uh, this will stop some of them. <laughs> maybe if we can, if we can stop them That's from the doing that. This is the uh, podcast that will never end. I'm not even. Gonna, we're know. not even going to end it. I tried to end it, but you wouldn't let me because you're misogynist. <laughs> we're just going to slowly trickle off. Well, there are two <laughs> comics, so you know. That's true. And you could always do part one, part two. We'd, we've done that before. Ah, this is only an hour and Now 15. you're giving us two episodes. Thanks a lot for listening. <laughs> you want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns. And these fights, canceled flights, running with the runs. And blacklists, bounce checks, great, a bachelorette. Drunks in the front, making out for your set. And middle acts doing blow, more missing merch. And drive the rental car past another mega church. And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon.